0: Days
1: they're all gone away. I feel like
0: I can make it. The storm is over now.
2: I'm glad I recorded that. Oh, fuck you! That's how we're gonna start. <laughs> On Dizzle. Mikey Hizzle.
1: Yeah. I tell you what, man. My microphone is, like, recording super hot right now. I kind of like it. That's and cool. ball dropped. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I was um, trying to
2: see what my reading on my machine for you was. But it looks normal,
1: so normal is good so uh happy recording day
2: happy recording day man it's been a minute
1: it has believe it or not even though everybody else they're hearing episodes come out every single week i think now we've exhausted our backlog so we're gonna have to uh fresh out yeah. <laughs> we're gonna to have to double triple time to uh to get some storage there, so we got a little bit of a buffer.
2: Um well the good news is yeah. we're a little more current. With the way information's passed in our society here in America, America. If you wait one or two weeks to talk about something that's happening now, you pretty much miss the convo. So yeah. that's the one so upside. Yeah,
1: you've lost your window of relevancy, if you will. But, uh, yeah. There we go. So, I just asked you a question offline. What's your Uber score? What's your Uber rating? Jenna asked me that question about a week ago, and I didn't know what to tell her. I, I didn't feel like pulling out my phone, so... I didn't look at my rating, but now I know my rating. And I'm happy to announce that my rating is 4.88. Out of 5? Is that how they do it? Out of out of 5, yeah. Hmm.
2: I'm not Isn't bougie like your ass, so I, I use Lyft. Well, so,
1: I also use Lyft. Most of the time, Lyft is, uh, I don't know, maybe $2 cheaper than Uber, depending on when. So, a couple years ago, my cousin and I and, and my neighbor, we went down to uh, to see the Detroit fireworks, which is coming up soon. And we had a, you know, we paid like 45 bucks each for this really nice event down there. And um, we took an Uber down because it was cheaper than Lyft. But when it was time to come home... We couldn't find an Uber because Uber doesn't like to be in Detroit, I guess. (laughs) When it's that late at night, I don't know. I'm just making that up. But either way, out of all the times in the last few years that I've partied downtown Detroit, I've not gotten an Uber home. It's always been a lift. Interesting. So figure that out.
2: Yeah, honestly, when I started using the whole Uber Lyft thing, what what is it called, share a ride or ride share? Yeah. <clears throat> I I've personally only been in like a few Ubers. I mostly just been in Lyft because I got like when I signed up, I got this promo deal. And then they always like run a promo deal always. So it's like, well, why would I go to Uber when I can just I'm already saving 20%, so let's do it. And then sometimes, they'll be like, yo, your next 10 rides or 5 rides are like half off. It's like, pfft. okay. <laughs> I don't see no Uber up in this bug. Only thing I see is yeah. that purple Lyft. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so in
1: Detroit, I don't know if it's like this everywhere, but most Uber drivers are also Lyft drivers. Here in Detroit, so and, and still there's a price difference between the two of them. Yeah. I don't understand it, but I've sat in plenty of Ubers, and, and most of the time the guys have two phones, or they've got one phone and they just bounce back and forth between the two apps. It's because they're getting uh-huh. the hustle on. Oh, yeah, it's a mean hustle, bro. a mean hustle. But I found something interesting. When I went to Lyft to look for my uh, my rating, I just discovered that Lyft doesn't give you a rating. But under personal info, the first category is pronoun. (laughs) (laughs) So what's your pronoun, bro? They, them, theirs. That's one choice. She, her, hers. He, him, his My pronouns aren't listed Prefer not to say I freaking love it I think I'm gonna go ahead and hit They, them, theirs
2: And hit save (laughs) They're so trendy and up on all the Lingo Uh, God
1: you know this world is going to hell in a handbasket dude hell yeah we're we're that far gone to where
2: we've got to worry about pronouns
1: at this point
2: i remember that was a big thing on twitter i'm sure it still is i just oh it still is yeah i'm not on twitter as much as i used to be i don't blame I, you you know i don't know yeah I'm not really. I will say, either. I was thinking about becoming a Lyft driver. and so ill, and then I realized I, think you should. I would have to travel two hours to go be a Lyft driver if I was going to do it. Cause <laughs> hey, Lyft ain't a thing around here, you know what I'm saying? Neither is Uber. <laughs>
1: Nobody's in your town, <laughs> uh, dude. I, I I can't wait to come down and see you guys in your town. Hell but yeah. I, I kind of feel like it's going to be like going up north to like Roscommon or something where the guys are driving their four-wheelers up to the bar.
2: It's not quite that.
1: Dude, you got, it's a almost 80 that. F- you got an 80-foot freaking cowboy.
2: Yeah. Well, that's yeah. an El Dorado. That's that's 15 minutes away. If you want to Elder see him, we're going to have to take a little drive. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, drive drive 15 minutes to see an 80-foot-tall cowboy.
2: Yeah, bro. Get In some likes. donuts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: that's uh, that's too much for me, dude. I might need to bring my gun, have some protection.
2: You should. We can go to the range. Or... Got Might some friends, Bigfoot we can go out to uh, to their property. Yeah, actually, that would be fun. I've got a hundred rounds that need to be put through some skeet. Actually, I wouldn't mind bringing
1: my shotgun then, just so I can do some skeet shooting. That would actually be fun. That well, would be very fun.
2: Let's set it up, man.
1: Yeah. Well, no, we're still set up for the second week of July, as far as I'm concerned.
2: Oh, I just mean shooting.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, that too. I think that will be a lot of fun. Hey, hell, maybe I'll buy a gun down there. Maybe it's cheaper down there than it is up here.
2: It's probably definitely cheaper. I don't know.
1: I need to get a new twenty-two so I can take Micah hunting this year. He'll be 12, and I told him that when he turns 12, I'll take him hunting for the first time. That's awesome. Uh, You know, so... I need to buy a new 22 um so that he has a he has his first gun and we can kill some wabbits. Uh, well, you can do that nice. in my
2: backyard. <laughs> With the pellet gun? mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Yeah. We got four of them. Little cottontails. Yeah. I've got a of a, a
1: couple the last couple years, right in the front yard, there's been this big dip that I, all, I always step in and almost roll my ankle in. Uh, but last year, I noticed that that dip had been dug a little bit deeper, and it was full of rabbits, baby rabbits. Hmm. And I really didn't like that. I didn't appreciate that at all. So, I started getting tree, true green, you know, the last couple of years. And... Uh, I don't know. I think maybe the chemicals might be keeping the rabbits away. I still got to backfill that hole. But I'm not seeing the rabbits in my front yard anymore, but they're everywhere all over the neighborhood.
2: So, uh... You know, I heard this the other day. Someone was saying that uh, you only see rabbits every seven years. hmm. You see a bunch of them, and then for the next six or seven years, you won't see them. And I've never lived anywhere where I was an age that I would remember such a thing. But have you ever Mm -hmm. heard that? I have not heard that. And I would call
1: BS and say, come to Detroit. I see rabbits every um, damn near. For sure, I see them every year.
2: Dude, I I lived in the city and there was a fucking pheasant running around. Yes, there are pheasants in the city. So I don't no doubt. I don't doubt that there's everything. <laughs> no, they <laughs> in is, Detroit. Well, it, there's too many uh, uh
1: you know, abandoned fields, right? That that've got nothing developed on them. Um and the grass is growing super tall because the city doesn't come and maintain it and cut it down. So uh, You better believe there's pheasants in there and rabbits. I've seen a fox going down the road. In Detroit hmm. Just waiting for the deer to come back
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: We'll get Let you the some deer, deer back while to. are oh, oh yeah Hunt with a bow and arrow On the back porch Dude that'd be heaven
2: <laughs> <laughs> If we had a back porch Yeah well I'd be poaching Yeah no poach we're, we're excited man For real I just hope you're not bored as hell because we could probably do everything that there is to do here in like one day (laughs) (laughs) without traveling Uh, more.
1: (laughs) Sure. Well, you know, we've never been to St. Louis. That would be a fun two hour drive,
2: you know? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, man. There's really not a whole lot to do here other than like we definitely want to take you to Garden of the Gods because you need to see that. I have to
1: see Bigfoot.
2: I have to. You are definitely getting your multiple pictures taken with the Bigfoot <laughs> statue. Um, but honestly, aside from that, man, like, the town is st- stupid small. And, yeah. I mean, you can go to the biggest KFC in America. But aside from Do they from have that,
1: turkey legs?
2: no aside from that we'd have to like you know go to nashville or st louis or evansville or you know so yeah it's just gonna be bonfires smoking some stokes yeah i feel you that that sounds great to me actually there is one other thing but with jeneby and prego i don't know if she'd be down but about 20, 25 minutes away, we do have a wine trail. Ooh. So we could hit up a few wineries. Something to think about. Uh, well, um, she'd definitely be down. I mean, at the very least, she'll be sitting there. Can I smell your glass? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's okay to drink like a glass. Like a week or something in it or a day or?
1: yeah, yeah, that's what they s it depends on who you talk to, um yes, yes, like she'll try to take a sip out of my glass every now and then, and you know, I know it's not gonna hurt anything for sure, yeah, um, but yeah, she tries, she wanted some of my wine tonight, and uh. Is that what you call I just it? Walk, <laughs> I walked by her and just said, Excuse me, please. You know, just, no. When I'm drinking wine, I don't like to share wine.
2: When I'm drinking wine, I don't like it. Oh, really? <coughs> yeah, dude, the last time... So we went out for um, a friend's birthday. And we went to two wineries. In the second place... Has uh, this like wine slushy? And I was like, eh. yeah, yeah, you know, like the first place I had sangria, I can get down with sangria. Mm. But the the second place they didn't have sangria, and it was like they're known for their wine slushy. So my god, like, ah, fuck it. When in Rome, <laughs> and then I had like seven of them.
1: Yeah,
2: I could throw down on some some wine slushies.
1: That's cool, I'm all for it. Um, yeah, you know what? we'll get there, and we'll have plenty of stuff to do. You know, we'll we'll have fun. You got dominoes, chessboard. We get some wood, you know, fires all day, all cigars all day. I'll be totally fine with all of that. Yeah, bro. Too bad though. Uh, you guys uh legal marijuana. Uh, recreational marijuana doesn't take effect until uh, January 2020 did you know that
2: I did know it along with some other well not other because I don't give a shit about weed I think they should already have legalized it personally but uh yeah basically I knew that there's a lot of stuff happening this next year that uh it's kind of cray cray man yeah, uh,
1: rec- recreational marijuana is, uh, has been approved in Illinois and will be 100% legal January 1st, 2020. I wonder what happens, though. Let's say October 1st. No, that's sober October. Uh, let's say July 1st. I want to buy a bag of weed in Illinois. What's going to happen? Am I going to go to jail for 40 years? I probably will. What would happen if you buy it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand.
2: It's legal, so what does it matter?
1: The law doesn't take effect until January 1st, 2020.
2: Yeah, so where am so I just legally because going they to purchase voted it? To,
1: just because they voted to legalize, it doesn't mean that it's legal right now.
2: So... I think I'm missing what you're asking.
1: If you go buy recreational marijuana right now,
2: oh yeah,
1: would you go to jail?
2: Yeah, if you get caught, like everything else. Yeah, I mean, I know plenty of people here that like the ganj, and the ganj. Yeah, they smoke it, and that's that. (laughs) (laughs) I personally, dude, legalize it or not. I, it's not for me. You never liked it, huh? No. I don't like anything about it. I don't like how it makes me feel. I get paranoid. I don't like the smell of it. Uh, It's just not my thing, man. I will say, though, I've been trying the CBD oils after a lot of reading and looking into it because I was super skeptical and like, it's just another form of weed, man. And realize that it's not. So I've been, uh, I've been vaping that. And, like, dude, it helps with the pain. And, I mean, you don't get high or anything. It's just, I don't know. It's kind of crazy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I know that stuff works, dude. I know the, the oils and butters and stuff that you make. Uh, Truffle butter. Truffle butter. <laughs> God, I haven't heard that in so long. Uh, yeah, I mean, that... It works. CBD definitely works. Um, yeah, I love it, dude. That's cool. I think Michigan... Michigan tried over and over again to uh, to get it all worked out like that, but... The CBD... The
2: or just, No, the recreational Like you uh, got it Yeah Well honestly And I don't know if you want to get into it But from a Christian standpoint Which, I mean, I am a Christian And I'm smoking CBD Every once in a while <clears throat> I don't know if you want to talk about that But like What's your stance on the whole weed thing, man? Like, as um, far as a faith thing and, like, a Christian thing. Because I know, like, I mean everyone should probably know, like, if you're a Christian, you don't smoke weed, you don't smoke cigarettes, you don't smoke anything, like, you know, the body is the temple. How dare yeah. we? Yeah, I'm just gonna eat my seven cheeseburgers for lunch, because they're only a dollar, <laughs> and then put on and my, my fat suit and preach to you once a week. Sure. Um... Twinkies, <laughs> Twinkies, honey
1: buns, fried chicken, dude. Yeah, the 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 list goes on. You're right; it's absolutely the temple of God, and and if you're type two diabetic, you're destroying your temple just by your diet, right? So obviously, uh, smoking has nothing to do with you know honoring the temple or you know honoring God through your temple. It really doesn't. Because uh, if it did, so would food. And so would drink. And so would everything else. Sure. I I think people just take that way out of context. And I honestly don't really care about smoking one way or another. You know, whatever it is that you decide to do. Uh, For me, I I don't think there's any law against it, to be honest with you. And I don't think that that particular scripture verse is an adequate argument against smoking so furthermore more than that like I've always said over and over again the Bible declares that we're not saved by our behavior but by our faith so as much as we love to talk about sins and what's right and what's wrong and all of that the Bible is still clear that salvation is a result of faith, not of works.
2: Let's talk so. about sins, baby. <laughs> we should spoof that song. <laughs> Make a Jesus That's argument. the truth, man. It's not about your behavior.
1: <laughs> it's really not about the behavior; it's about the you know the heart of the person. Where's that, you know? So,
2: whole body's nerfed ain't Pobody nerfing in this motherfucker nope I like I love cursing oh dude why though I don't know honestly like I think some of it has to do with growing up in a Christian pastor home and not being allowed to And honestly, I just, it wasn't even like, oh, I want to do this thing. But they say I can't. Mostly it was, I grew up, no one said it. So it wasn't a thing for me. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I just knew not to say it when I heard other people say it. And I always had this like, oh, you're so filthy. Like, oh, you're (laughs) such a sinner. Like, ooh, you're so raw and edgy. And like, you know, like. That's how I grew up. So then. Yeah. Probably. Probably my junior year of high school is when I really started like. Questioning a lot of things in faith for me. And. Ooh. This is going to tie in really well with what I wanted to talk about today. I think. But so. In high school is when I started questioning a lot of stuff. And you know you're growing up you're exposed to more things especially as like a sheltered christian boy or woman or whatever i mean same fucking difference right so like whatever i had friends that would you know talk different and they're like their whole point in life was to get me to do it you know you ever had friends like that growing up of course (laughs) of course (laughs) And I kind of wouldn't, but then I would, but it's just like, oh, whatever. I just said, fuck, like, okay. Like, that was stupid, you know? Yeah. And then the college years roll around. I'm still thinking about stuff, and most of it's internal. I'm not really having conversations with people about it. But what I did do was read the Bible a lot and study it and read commentaries. Like, Matthew Henry is my go-to I was just reading him yesterday to figure out a different look on a scripture that, you know, we'll probably get here to in a second, but, uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. At some point, I, like someone said something to me once because it's like, dude, like, why are you cursing now, man? Like you said you're a Christian and he was like, right. it's just fucking language, dude. Do you think I'm really going to hell for saying a word? And at the time, I was like, oh, man, he's just, like, Satan has got him. (laughs) You know? Like, that's (laughs) what I thought. Like, oh, man, like, he is so blinded and, like, God, I'm just going to pray for him, man. Like, that's so sad. And then, like, time went by, and I always went back to that question of, like, it's just, or that statement. Like, it's just a word, man. Like, it's just language. And then you like take into. I'm taking way long to explain this, by the way. <laughs> but like, then you think That's about right. language, and like, if you go over to, you know, <sighs> Uganda and you say fuck, like, they don't care.
1: No, it's not even not. in
2: their language. Right. It's literally just a word that means nothing to them. So, like, what's the, like, what's the whole thing of cursing? Like, what is a curse word? And what does it mean to curse? And what did it mean when the Bible said not to curse? And it's not what people... Well, it, for me, I can always speak to that. But for me, it's not what I was taught growing up. That cursing was fuck, shit, damn, hell, cunt, penis, suck, you know, all, like, pissed. Like, these were curse words, (laughs) and you couldn't say them because you're a Christian. And, like, that's how I grew up, you know? Mm. And and I don't know, man. It's just a word. So, to get to your, your question, I think that's a major part of why I like it now. Because it's not an ignorant thing. Like, I know vocabulary enough to where I could use other words. Sure. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes... I want to be blunt, and I just want to be like, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> and that's what you need to hear. You don't need to hear, well, you're a you're a meanie head, and you're a crappy person. Like, that holds right. no weight. But if you're like, you're a fucking piece of shit, man. You need to wake the fuck up right now. You hearing what I'm saying? That comes off way different than, well, I'm praying for you, but you just seem like you're in a real crappy spot right now. <laughs> and it seems like you're being a real poop head poop head, you know what I'm saying like so the delivery I like I feel like sometimes intentionally I like using certain words because in our society we've deemed them to be bad you know yeah, but then it's funny because I have friends that have kids who curse around them and their kids curse and it uh, doesn't it doesn't really bother me because i firmly believe like it's just a word and here's the second part of why i believe that is because growing up there were people in my life that would say things without using four-letter words and curse words but yeah. they knew how to cut and they were super precise and were very hurtful and very sure. damning Without ever saying fuck, shit, damn, hell, piss, suck, cunt. Like, none of that. But, I mean, they cursed. And that's what, you know, I I don't know. So now it's like, fuck it, bro. I love saying the word fuck. I don't give a shit. What are you going to do? Did I answer your question 30 minutes ago?
1: Uh... Yeah, I think I think um, it, you, you, you put me in the mindset of George Carlin So many years ago he, uh, He's got this stand-up bit About the seven uh, Dirty words And so I'm trying to look it up To find out what the seven dirty words are And I think I just found it here we go. Seven words you must not use, according to uh, to society: shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. <laughs> <laughs> That's how awesome. about that? For, how about that for a bit? Shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. And and so George Carlin has this whole bit where he. He uh he spends time on each word. You know? <laughs> it's like shit, of course. Well, it's something biological It's something that we all do. Uh so is piss. You know. Fuck. You know, a, a baby wouldn't be born without fucking, why not? And what do you fuck? You fuck a cunt. <laughs> and guess what your father is? He's a motherfucker. Which is how you're <laughs> born. You know. Oh, uh, that's
2: so funny because I just heard that from another comedian the other night in a way different yeah. way, but the same premise.
1: And your mom is probably a cocksucker which got her pregnant, so and then by the way, when you uh are born, you know what you do? You suck on those tits. Shit piss fuck cunt cocksucker motherfucker tits.
2: That's awesome.
1: Seven terrible words that you should never say. But Um they're just words. They really are just words. Um, but then I, I found another article that basically says that uh, science says, this is Science Alert, uh, the website science, ScienceAlert.com. Nerd Alert. Nerd Alert. It says, science says that people who curse a lot have better vocabularies than those who don't. There you go. Fuck so yeah. if someone's ever accused you Of sounding less intelligent Because you swear too much Don't worry Science has got your back A 2015 study found that those who have a healthy Repertoire I love that word Of curse words at their disposal Are more likely to have a richer Vocabulary than those who don't There you go You can't beat that dude Boom So, honestly, I mean, I've never had a problem with, well, well, I mean, yeah, growing up, obviously, you can't say certain words, right? And your parents will slap you in the mouth because you said a word. I mean, honestly, my parents has never done it to me, but (laughs) my parents are cool. I've never had uh, an issue with language in my house. My parents, they didn't really swear around us. Now? Oh, God, my mom swears like a sailor. My dad, too. He swears uh, quite a bit as well. And it's funny, because sometimes I revert back to my childhood, and I'm like, oh, deacon and missionary. are <laughs> 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 sitting here swearing. But, um, yeah, it doesn't bother me, man. It's just part of Language.
2: Yeah I mean there is the side of it where You have the ignorant People who that's literally All they say And they're just sure. you know I guess I kind of hate to say this but they're The white trash Fools <laughs> who just you know They ain't been learnt They ain't been learned, And every word is like MF and F this And shit that and it's like Let me learn you Something Anyway Yeah. Let me take a little pausey break here Brooke wants to chat for a sec
1: Ooh And I will not get in the middle of that I thought she was gone by the way Hmm.
2: BRB Hey there listeners Just want to talk to you for a few seconds About HotMicCity.com HotMicCity Is a Detroit based voiceover production house With full service solutions From writing to recording And mixing and mastering with one simple focus and that is to give you a voice to your next project so maybe you own a small business or maybe you own a big business and you're looking to do some voiceovers for radio spots Uh, maybe you're doing some video work you need some nice voiceover to underlay on that Hot Mic City is the place for you using studio quality equipment and professional editing software Hot Mic City is perfect for your next project but don't take my word for it Take a little listen to this demo. Welcome to Commercial Sales. This course is part of
1: a series of courses developed to build outside. Smooth Jazz 105.9 FM, the radio station designed for people like you. Live stream each Sunday at 10 a.m. and 7 p.m. at ecclive.com. While it may be hard to believe, it's right in your own backyard. Roughly five million Americans don't even And Pace offers awesome scholarship and internships. Pace University, success starts here.
2: And there you have it. Head over to hotmikecity.com. That's H-O-T-M-I-K-E-C-I-T-Y dot com and give a voice to your next project.
1: All right, we are back.
2: Alright, so let's get back into this shit. So we yeah, were talking so, about language and all that, and uh, yeah. how I was trained and brought up. And that kind of is leading me to what uh, something I wanted to talk with you about on this pod, or on this episode. And it doesn't have to be long, but I just kind of wanted to bring it up. Um, but let me give you just a tiny backstory. <laughs> 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 Three so we're at this party later. for a kid's birthday at a church. Mm -hmm. In a gymnasium of a church, and they had Proverbs 22 painted on, like, the top of this, like, gym thing, right? And uh, one of our other friends was like, that kind of offends me, and I don't think it's true. Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. Well, that opened up dialogue, because you know how I am. And we start kind of going back and forth. and You know, I was like, well, what's your point of view? And blah, 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 blah. And I was like, yeah, I kind of see that. But what about this? And he's like, oh, yeah. Didn't think about it that way. And Like, we had a good conversation about it. But it really brought, it got me thinking. And then I started doing a little bit more diving into the scripture. And um, I think I talked about this earlier. But, like, I read some Matthew Henry commentary on it. Looked up some Greek and Hebrew on it. And was just kind of like thinking about it. And uh, the the scripture says... um, What does the scripture say? I know what it says. I just want to get it right. Train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. And that is the KJV. Which I usually don't like reading, but... Which verse was that? 6, right? Yep. So that's Proverbs 22, 22 verse 6. Yeah. Here's the thing that got my friend. The word train. (laughs) Literally. That was like most of the the issue. And I'm like... Okay. I'm like, okay, well, what's, you know... Like, what do you mean? One word. Because I have my own opinions. Sure. But I wanted to hear his. And... I mean, I can't speak for him, but I'm, I'm telling you the story of what happened and what he said. So there you go. But from what yeah. I gathered, his biggest qualms with it was he said, you know, it's really militant to me. And, like, it makes me think of, like, when you go into the military, they train you to do a thing, and then you don't ever veer from that. Like, that's what you do. And if you go outside of that, you're punished or you're kicked out or, you know, whatever but like uh-huh. you don't have to think about it you don't have to react you just literally do what you're told and he's like that's what bugs me about it because you know faith should be like personal right and like it should be your choice you shouldn't just be made to have faith right uh-huh. and we can pause right there like what do what do you think about that
1: uh-huh. I think it's interesting that he got stuck on one word, um, but I I haven't studied that verse in such a long time. I honestly couldn't, off the top of my head right now, break down the Hebrew and Greek and and get to the root of the word, and I don't care to at this moment.
2: Well, I already did, so spoiler alert. It means exactly what you think it means and what it says.
1: Yeah it's the exact word train
2: Well I mean obviously they weren't using that word Because it was written in Hebrew But <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah it's no. the basic thing of Raise your children up to know your faith And when he or she is old They will not depart from it That's literally what the scripture meant
1: Okay and I just think that it's interesting that that he's got a problem with that word train, especially given the fact that, um, like, I don't think it's meant to be offensive. And I think that a lot of people today have a, they make the mistake of translating the scripture according to today's culture. And sure. we fall short, you know, and really being able to really glean from the wisdom of the Bible because we try to make it fit to today. And I'm not so sure that we're actually supposed to be doing that. The fact is, is that it's a Jewish book and nobody ever looks at the Jewish culture when they're interpreting it. That's mistake number one. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, and you're talking about You know, books that were written over 2000 years ago, 4000 years ago for some of these, Um, you know, you got to take things into context. Um, That being all that being said, I don't have a problem with training my kid in the way that I want to train my kid. There's no laws against training your kid to do good things or to love people. Or to love God, or to not be a racist, or not be a bigot, or not be, you know, uh, homophobic. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I don't have a problem with the word, the first word of the sentence being trained, because in actuality, that's what you're doing. But if you just want to fight about something or argue about a topic, then yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, we can debate about the word train.
2: But. Well, let me let me jump in here, because this is what this is the part that I really want to kind of explore here, if we can. Yeah, sure. <clears throat> um, Because what what really sticks out to me in that verse and. Not even necessarily what the verse is actually saying, but how it's actually lived out and here's what here's what gets me okay because I've had conversations with plenty of people that cannot speak to argue for or against or have any in-depth conversation about their own faith and it just it's I don't know. Like, I guess because of the way I think and the way I am, uh, it just doesn't make sense to me because if I'm going to f- believe in Jesus and the Bible, I'm going to read it and I'm going to, s- well, I want to learn it. I want to know what it says and I want to be able to f- speak to it so that when time comes, someone's asked me a question. I'm like, well, it's just cause that's how, it w- that's how it is. And that's why I believe And that uh-huh. right there is my thing. When people just adopt their parents faith because that's how they were trained that's how they were brought up that's how they were raised and how they were taught that's great cool glad you're a christian but when you you get into conversations with people and you're like well what do you think this verse meant because i was reading about it and the hebrew and the greek say this and then i was reading these other theologians and like You know thinkers who wrote books about it And they studied it their whole life So I'm going to at least think about what they're saying But then there's this other point of view From like Atheists like who's right I don't know can we talk about it Well no because there's only one way And that's it and that's that And there is no other reason And it's like Well that's kind of immature Like (laughs) why do you think that Well because it's only one way So it's like super black and white and like, I don't know, I just maybe I'm a little judgy of people like that, but it's like you have to I I feel like you have to at least be okay to hearing other people's faith and point of view and thoughts and like how they process things and if, if you are not like I don't even know, strong enough, I guess or like willing or uh, here's what I should say secure in your own faith and beliefs that you can't even listen to someone talk different about what they believe without you just shutting it down and being like well, you're wrong because the Bible is right and that's that, because my mommy taught me that, and I will never stray from it, because that's what the Bible says (laughs) that's what I can't stand and that's what pisses me off and that is what I feel like well I I know I have a problem with that verse because I feel like that's how it's interpreted a lot of times Mm -hmm. and it's like when I say it or have conversations about it with people more often than not it's always like I'm trying to argue that like they should let their kid believe whatever they want to believe. And, oh, let's just be universal. And that's not really what I'm saying. I'm saying, like, teach your fucking kid what you believe and why you believe it. Not just that you believe it. Because at some point, your fucking kid's going to grow up and have to decide for themselves, is this my faith or my daddy's faith or my mommy's faith or my Grammy's faith or my uncle's faith? And when it's your faith... Then it's fucking real. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I do. I just don't have a problem with the verse because it doesn't say anything about faith. It says, train up a child in the way that they should go.
2: And they will never depart from it.
1: And when they're old, they won't depart from it. I, I think it's, it's less about faith, and I think it's more about. Uh, in the context of the book It's about making good decisions <laughs> To be completely honest with you
2: But on whose <coughs> On whose part
1: Well The context of the book Is wise decisions It's the wisdom of It's the wisdom of the Of the Person who wrote Proverbs King Solomon
2: Well he's an asshole
1: he was an asshole, but the point is, is that <laughs> the point is, is that um, this book, the Book of Proverbs, is quite intellectual, and and that yes, there is spiritualism that you see in there. There are things that relate to God and to deity in the book, but it is not the theme of the book. The theme of the book is making good choices. Making wise decisions. Making right decisions more than you make wrong decisions. Pursuing wisdom. That's how the book starts off. The book starts off with pursuing wisdom. Pursuing understanding. Making good choices. (laughs) And I I don't know. I just think that if you just take, take that one single verse in the context of the chapter and in the context of the book you'd have less a problem of it, and you wouldn't ascribe it to something as narrow as faith and something a little bit more broad as in just life. And not saying that, you know, faith isn't a part of life. It is. Uh, but the truth is, in the context of that verse, you know, it's really about it's really about a person's choices. And as parents, we have the obligation to make sure that we help our kids make the right choices. Faith is more of a lifestyle. Choices are incidental. You know what I mean? They're, they're case by case. <clears throat> sure. It's a little bit more complex, and it's considered an individual thing versus faith being more of a holistic principle.
2: I I get that and I agree and I don't have kids, but I do want to just point out like I'm only narrowing out that verse because they're the ones who painted it on their fucking building, massive, <laughs> <laughs> and put yeah sure you know p o p r o v dot two two semicolon six underneath it, and again I'm not like I think. Uh-huh even just bringing like this conversation up usually makes people a little defensive. And I'm not saying that you're defensive. I'm just saying most Christian people who like would read that and be like, Oh, yep. Amen, brother. That's what we need to do. Let's do it. Like, yeah, let's do it. If when I have a kid, I'm going to teach him my faith. Sure. That's what I'm going to do. Just like every fucking other person in the world who has a child should probably do and hopefully does but like what gets me and I, I guess I'm not articulating it right is like I feel like it's the way that people can take and try try to like make that verse come to life can be the opposite of the outcome of the verse does that make sense Sure. I, I get that. Like you I just... can't give your son faith in Jesus. You can teach no, him about you Jesus. Can't. You can sure. You can make him recite that fucking Bible all day long from memory. Correct. and that's what the Jews did, right? Especially rabbis. Like you had to quote well, scripture back in the day because there were weren't books everywhere. Like that was a thing. That's there's nothing wrong with that.
1: I'm sure. just saying
2: at some point. There has to be a a faith conversion of your own. Like, there has to be a point where it's like, you know what? I used to just read this because it's what I was taught. But now I believe it. And this is why I believe it. And I feel like there's some people out there, and there's a lot of them, I feel like, that can't do that. <clears throat> because they're just like, oh, well, my dad taught me to read the Bible. And I went to Sunday school. And... I'm in the Lord's army, and I sang the fucking memory verses, and we had fun, and had our little, you know, cupcakes in the morning, and that's my faith. Eh,
1: cupcakes in the morning. Donuts in the morning.
2: All right, bitch, let's talk about the kenosis theory. what you know about that? <laughs> kenosis theory? Kinesis is actually, I think, what it is. My Kinesis point is, said. like, when you... you <laughs> uh, what the hell am I saying, man?
1: I think, you're, what, you're, I think what you're saying is that, uh, in all honesty, no matter how much you try to train your child to go a certain way, the fact is, is that salvation is a decision that is best left to the individual.
2: Well, you can't force... It, it's only up to the individual.
1: Yes, you, you cannot force a decision. Uh, Upon someone based on your faith And your belief
2: And the other part of where I wanted to go Was If you're raised in church There's a lot of families out there Who At whatever point you say You know what Fuck God Fuck this church Fuck religion I don't believe anything happens for a reason I'm an atheist Fuck it all And they get ostracized or kicked out of the family or, like, treated like shit. And, I mean, I've seen this with people. And and it's, like, with families. And, like... It's pretty sad. You know what I mean? Like, It's terrible. Like, how far are you willing to go with that verse that you want to fucking plaster all over churches everywhere in America? Like... Yeah. I get it. Again, I'm not trying to be an asshole... I understand the verse Like I've read it I've studied it Blah 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 I understand it And I agree with it I'm not saying that it is bullshit I'm saying that it is truth I'm saying though I've seen how people Can be treated When that's not the outcome And Well first off If that's how you know you're going to treat your family members, then like, fuck you. Cause does Jesus really live inside your heart? If you're able to do that? I don't know. I'm not judging. I'm just saying. <laughs> and secondly, I fucking forgot what I was going to say. So,
1: yeah, but you know, at the end of the day, the, the decision belongs to each individual. Uh, they every person has to make up their mind for themselves, their heart for themselves, whether or not they're going to follow jesus whether or not whether or not they're going to have faith in God or religion or whatever, however you want to say it, everyone has to make their own choice, and I still stand by that that's not what that verse was talking about, but um I would argue that it could be translated as part of it. And in the event that you choose to bring faith into that discussion of choices, because it's logical, you could. um, The fact is, is that you have to train your children to make good choices. Because, as we've talked about before, you know the the old adage: "Be careful of what you uh, think, be careful, or be, be careful guys, of what you hear It becomes see. what you think. Be careful of what you think, it becomes what you say. Be careful of what you say, it becomes what you do. Be careful, be careful of what you do, it becomes ears, a habit."
2: What you hear?
1: What the fuck are you talking about?
2: You ever hear that? No,
1: never hear that. What? You're being weird. Because I'm white Yes Thank you for saying it Be careful of what you hear It becomes what you think Be careful of what you think It becomes what you say Be careful of what you say becomes what you do Be careful of what you do It becomes a habit Be careful of your habits They become your destiny So there's training involved The fact is Is that we train every single day If you if you every single day you come home, you sit on your ass and you don't do any exercise, you're going to reap the benefits of that training. But if you come home every day and you're lifting weights and you're working out, you're going to reap the benefits of that training. It's the same thing. What you practice. Is how you're going to live. There's people that hated reading as a kid. But their parents kept training them to read, to read, to read. When they get older, they find that they actually love reading. Though they hated it as kids, they love it as adults. Simple concepts like that. That's not necessarily faith. That's just flat out ingraining something in your mind and it becoming such a habit that it continues to be a driving force in your life later on in life. Now, you can, you can speak of it in terms of faith all you want, and it can have that same effect. All I'm saying is that that wasn't the initial context of that verse. Sure. I get how you can...
2: Well, what you just said, I think, is how, <clears throat> like, was my, our friend's point, where you're basically brainwashing a child... To believe that Jesus is The one way Yeah but it's not
1: brainwashing When the kid still has to make a choice for themselves
2: Well and The parent argument was Yeah I am teaching them That there's only one way Cause there is only one way <laughs> So yeah, but I mean sure. I get it You know what I'm saying I don't know Regardless. Maybe it's not worth the 40 minutes we're talking about it But
1: no, but the thing is, is that if, if, if someone says that that's bad, that you're teaching your kid the religion that you follow, then they can go fuck themselves. It doesn't matter. People teach traditions to their children, period. Whether they're religious or whether they're ceremonial or whatever. Okay, so my aunt and uncle, they trained... My cousins, you better not go into that refrigerator unless you wash your hands first. So much so, and, and my parents didn't train me that way. They weren't sticklers about it like that to where I get my hand slapped for it. Okay. Uh. But my cousin had been trained that way so much that when I would come over and I would go into the refrigerator to grab a, a water jug or whatever. His first question to me would be, did you wash your hands before you opened up the refrigerator? (laughs) Why? Because that was the training that he got. Was that bad? No. Today, in his house, he doesn't wash his hands before he opens up his refrigerator door. At some point, he made a choice that maybe it wasn't necessarily all that, you know necessary to wash your hands every, every time you go to touch the refrigerator door you know what I'm saying So, my point is that yes I get what the scripture is saying but every kid has a choice at some point when they are uh, mature enough to make that choice for themselves they will decide whether they want to follow Christ or not follow Christ if that's the way that you've trained them growing up and, and I get it I don't think it's uh, a bad thing. And I'm not going to knock against it at all. Uh, and if anybody has a problem with that, it's okay. You can choose to train your kid a different way. Sure. You can also, you can also decide to, when your kid is born, not assign them a gender. <laughs> okay? That's where the world is. Them, they, us. Them, they, us, their, them, zir, him, her, she, he. There's, there's so many different pronouns. You can choose not to give one. That's how crazy the world is right now. So if I choose to, to teach my kids that there is only one God in all of heaven and earth, And he exists in three persons, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And all three are one. And that we ought to love that God with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength, and our bodies. And that we ought to love our neighbors as ourselves. And that we can hang everything that God has ever taught and said in this world on those two commandments. To love him and to love everyone else. That's my choice. And you know what? Even if I'm dead wrong, that is still a very good fucking lesson to teach my kid. And if you got a fuck, problem don't. with it, if you got a problem with it, you can eat a bag of dicks. Eat
2: your bag of dick. Mm. I don't know.
0: I thought I'm it was often, interesting. <clears throat> it is interesting
1: It is But there's nothing wrong with it There's nothing wrong with teaching your kid religion There's nothing well, no, wrong with I teaching mean, your kid faith Or discipline There's nothing wrong with Like a couple weeks ago Michael was here And we're, uh, we're doing our thing And I said hey buddy Did you start learning how to do laundry yet? Did your mom start teaching you how to do laundry yet? And he says, "No, I've never done laundry." I said, "Great, you're going to do laundry this weekend." And I made him do laundry." Then I taught him how to do it. I showed him how to do it, how to start the washer, what clothes go with what? Separate how to do the whites? Yeah, you had to separate the whites from the reds and from the darks, you know. I showed him how to use the dryer, and I showed him which clothes need, <coughs> needed to be dried versus which clothes needed to be hung.
2: Ah, one of the most important. It's a very important lesson to learn. That'll cause you from sounding like this to
0: sound like this because you put the
1: shirt on
2: (laughs) or the
0: underwear, and it's like, oh my god,
2: dude.
1: So my parents trained me from the time I was able to look inside of the washing machine and dryer that it was my job to do my own laundry, and so from Micah's age until now, I still. Do laundry. There's nothing wrong with that kind of training. But in different families, like in my wife's family, her dad was never taught how to do laundry. But he was taught that this was a woman's job, and this is what your wife should do for you. Wash your laundry. (laughs) Amen. The fact is, is that he had training And he lives up to that today. So that scripture is true. Train a child in the way that he should go. And when he's old, he won't depart from it. Now, probably 90% of the women that hear this podcast will disagree that that's good training. But the fact is, is that it doesn't say whether it's good or bad training. It just says that however you train your kid, they're not going to depart from it when they're older. And the fact is, is that, you know, some of them do, but for the most part, it's true. So. Word. I don't know. Did that make sense? Did that even apply? <clears throat>
0: I don't know. Yeah, I got it.
2: So. My wiener's whining. Yeah. And I don't know why. He was just out.
1: It's time to give it a
2: smack. <laughs> I gotta gotta go smack my black wiener. His you should get a Hans.
1: tattoo. You should get a tattoo on your cock that says my other wiener is
2: black. Says the one with no tattoo, telling me to get one on my fucking penis. Yeah, yeah you know what? I'll d- I will. But you show me that you got one first. Ain't gonna happen, brother. Your first tattoo should be because you've always said it sh- if you ever get a tattoo, your first one's gonna be of a needle because you're deathly afraid.
1: Yep. You should
2: get a fucking needle tattooed on your penis. Nope, no, thank you. And then we can all call you Needle Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Because I totally would I would even I would send you postcards Just so that I could put Needle Dick on it That's
1: fantastic I love it That's a great Yeah I love it That's great
2: You know in the spirit of cursing I was listening to a, a Comedian last night And I forget the whole Like The delivery But here's the gist I hope I don't butcher it And he was basically talking about Like growing up Um not being able to curse and all that. And then he's like, you know, if you ever just want to like just throw in a curse word that actually means something, and it'll just confuse the hell out of your parents. Just the next time you're at dinner. Just look at your dad and say, hey, hand me the green beans, motherfucker. Because it's That's his dad and he fucks his mom. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. See, that's why, that's why I don't do stand-up. Because when he said it last night, I was fucking rolling. <laughs> <laughs> of course. But you're just looking at me like, what's the punchline? <laughs>
1: wah, wah, wah. Yeah, I get it. I totally get it.
2: I thought it was funny.
1: Yeah, you know, I'm, I've been learning. Stand-up is really a lot of misdirection, set-up, punchline. You know, stuff like that, it just wasn't funny. But,
2: yeah. Well, I mean, he told it differently. Of course. I'm sure the way he set
1: it up, it was funny.
2: Yeah. Uh, Plus, I mean, it was pretty far into what he was saying. Like, that's something I really enjoy when I'm watching a comedian is when they, like, set up a joke, and then they nail it, and then, like, a little bit of time goes by, and they they, they come back to it with the Mm -hmm. punchline, and you're like... Damn it, you're fucking good. Like you thought that shit out. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I've been I've been really studying the art of comedy, and I've been really thinking about going to an open mic for real. Uh, So I've been working
2: to like to like do stand up, or just to go. Yeah, just to try it. Yeah,
1: just to try it.
2: Just to have some fun. Oh my god, I want to be there.
1: I've been working on my my opening. uh, I'll be your hype man. I've, well, I've been working on my opening bit You want to hear it? If you're willing to share it, hell
2: yeah Yeah So the first Ladies time I lost my virginity Ladies and gentlemen For the first time ever introduced to the world The one and only I don't know why I sound like a WWE announcer <laughs> I,
1: I don't know either And it's just dragging out Yeah, just go for it So the first time I lost my virginity
2: Why are you laughing? <laughs> <laughs> and you're still laughing. <laughs> was that the joke? Tell me that wasn't the joke. No, it's the setup. It's the setup.
1: I've got the setup. So the first time I lost my virginity, oh. I wore two condoms because I knew I was going to come twice. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: I gotta be honest. I don't know if I'm laughing because that's funny or just because it's so stupid. But you love it, uh, which either way, I'm laughing. So you did your job.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah,
1: yeah. That's my that's my first uh, that's my first joke. That's it, huh? That's your show. I, I wrote it myself. Oh, uh, that's my opener right there, bro. Seriously, I'm gonna get on stage and I'm gonna say, so the first time I lost my virginity, and then I'm gonna pause and laugh and let that sink into the audience. Say, look, I wore two condoms. I knew I was gonna come twice. Maybe yeah. I maybe I don't wanna be there for your first time. <laughs> oh no. <out> there. <laughs> so 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 I know the first time I get on stage I'm just going to eat shit It's going to happen It's going to be brutal uh, But the Maybe fact not, is man. is Neither that know. Everybody Everybody dies It's like Game of Thrones Everybody dies Everybody eats shit When they first get on stage um, But I don't know bro I really want to do it. I want to work on some stand up. I want to take my time and crack some jokes. I well, told you, you about the.
2: It. I support I, you.
1: I told you about the three nuns that died in a car crash. Nope. I told you that. I told you that joke, right? No. Oh, God. I swear I told you that joke. So, uh,. Actually, it's four. Four sisters, they die in a in a bus crash and they, they go to heaven, stand before St. Peter. And he's standing there in front of a big bowl of holy water. Says to the first sister, he says, Listen, sister, I'm going to let you into heaven because you've served the Lord. But I've just got one question for you before I let you in. Have you ever touched a penis? <laughs> I never told you this joke? Nope. <laughs> okay, well, you in for a treat. Have you ever touched your penis? <laughs> she says she she leans in really close to him and looks behind her and she whispers in his ear. Said once, I just wanted to see what it felt like, so I just touched it with my finger. And he says, "Okay, sister, go ahead and dip your finger in the holy water, and that you can go ahead right into heaven." So she does it and goes in. Second woman comes up. He gives her the same speech. Sister, have you ever touched a penis? And she says, yes, I when I was very young, I was very curious to see what it felt like. And I I just wanted to hold one just for a moment. And I held it. And he says, Okay, sister, go ahead and wash your hands and then you can go ahead into heaven. And then the third and fourth sister, they were fighting in the background, pushing each other left and right. And he says, sister, sister, sisters, calm down. Both of you get a chance. Just just calm down. And sister number four says, Hey, listen, I need you to talk to me first. <laughs> because I want to get in there before she has to wash her ass in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh man. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> I thought I told you that joke.
2: Nah man. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: don't know why. That's, it's fucked, so up, funny. Right?
1: that's fucked up. <laughs> that is fucked up right there. Hey, I think that's where we should end it. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> <That's> good. <laughs> Well, that's probably where we should end it. I apologize (gasps) to anybody. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, shit, man.
1: All right.
0: Yeah.
2: (laughs) Well, yeah. Peace, man. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. Peace. (laughs) Hey, everybody. It's Laurel, the self-appointed fan club president. You can visit Unchurched Podcast at
0: unchurchedpodcast.wordpress.com or at unchurchedpod on Twitter and Instagram. See you there.